wrestling. Welcome. Oh. Isn't it awful? It's something. Oh my god, I went for the absolute most edgelordy douchebag look I could, and I think You did. You did your best, and here you are, and here we are. I'm a. I'm a spooky ghost. Oh, so Ooh. spooky. Yeah, I'm slightly less opaque. <laughs> did you just wake up? Tell me the truth. Uh, no, I was up at seven because the baby needed sustenance. Oh um, uh, yes, and you are the yeah. one to provide it. At this. At this time. <laughs> <laughs> Parts and things saying greetings to the dynamic duo and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to everyone out there. Yes, we're up here. We're we're dressed up. We're having fun. I guess we got to intro this Ooh, thing, don't we? Yep. You're listening to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. Sunday afternoon edition. Ooh, we're here that's, to. to that's oh. the good. That's the good edition, isn't it? Uh, it's on edition. <laughs> it's the new edition. It does. Ri- it rivals the the Wednesday edition. Don't don't sound too excited now, Tim. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're like either so upset or so tired or so over this week in wrestling. Ah, uh, it was fine. It was a serviceable week in wrestling. I'll give it that. Very wow. serviceable. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what else is serviceable? Do us a favor. Toss a thumbs up on the video while you're here and hanging out with us. If you're watching us after the fact and you're not live with us, first of all, what's wrong with you? Yeah, Second what is of- wrong with you? You're a sick yeah. person. Come show Leave up it. live. You, we, right. we, we are here for you. So you better be here for us on time. That's the least we can expect. That's right. Uh, But if you're watching us after the fact, I'm sure you had something better to do. So you know what? Do us a favor. Drop a comment. If you like what you're hearing, just drop us a comment. Say so. If you hate us, go ahead. Say it in the comments. I dare you. I dare you. Sorry. Yeah, punk. I I look like I'm the type of guy who would do that. And finally, subscribe (laughs) to the channel. Because if it's your first time watching us, I don't dress like this normally. Although I might start. Oh, and we have a Discord. There's a link in the video description. So go ahead. Get that into you. See, now I was so tempted much. to just I was tempted to just pop my shirt off and be like, take your pick. Which 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 of the many wrestlers am I? You know, pop the glasses off, pop my shirt off. Any wrestler. Bald beard. Uh, which wrestler would you be? I don't know. Which what's which one of the FTR guys is bald with a beard? That's is Dax. A, that's Dax. I'm Dax. Boom. Just take my glasses oh my off, take my shirt off. Dax. Done. Good enough. <laughs> yes. Every edgelord you've ever come into contact with. Speaking of edgelords, let's talk about SmackDown. Do we have to talk about SmackDown? Yes, we do. I want to, I, I do want to talk. Oh, yeah, you can be Tommaso Ciampa. There you go. No, that I'd need another three weeks of beard growth and to not and to just completely give up. <laughs> oh, no. He only gave up for a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, he looks fine. It works for him. It's part of his character. No one will survive, etc. But <laughs> see, people are saying you should have put Kratos paint on a bit. No, 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 no. no. At this stew. point, at this point, every every bald guy thinks they're Kratos. So it's it's kind of like the basic bitch costume for for bald with a beard. <laughs> oh my god! You could have been carrying cross, huh? Carrying cross could have been. Well, no, I'm not going to shave my facial hair into that horrible full goatee that only assholes sport. Sorry if y'all sporting a full goatee, but you're an asshole. Man, I hope no one in the chat is like, I have that goatee because that would suck for I, you. I bet, I bet at least two of them do. Oh, boy. <laughs> can you think Think back to like... Other, Stu Grayson is respectable. See, I could be Stu Grayson. Boom. That's what I'm saying. Pop Stu off Grayson. the glasses, pop off the shirt. Stu Grayson. He was wearing that <laughs> same Kratos costume at Dynamite. And we're going to talk was. about Dynamite. Yeah, so exactly. Basic uh, bitch. But, but first thing we'll talk about... <laughs> Is let's talk about Shotzi. Let's talk about Charlotte Flair. Let's talk about SmackDown. A Romanless. That's the Smackdown. big takeaway, eh? That was that was the big the big event. Shotzi well, showed up. Shotzi showed up. You know the, what? They the were taking care one. of the taking care of business is no longer her, her catchphrase. It is the name of the tank. It is the taking care of business tank. So the TCPT, uh, or you know, again, missed opportunity with tanking care of business. But anyway, <laughs> it's still funny. It's ta- uh, I, 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 it I, I don't TCP. know. T- the, was the tank named TCB? It just has TCB on it because that's, you know, her thing. Why is the tank 
why does the tank have to be named that? That's a dumb name for anything. Because the tank takes care of business. When the U.S. like puts their their little decals and crap on their death machines, like they decals? don't then label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've de- never seen de- that stuff. Decals, decals, Tim. Decals. Uh, no, it's decals. De- <laughs> <laughs> we just we just started and we're already off the rails and losing everybody. <laughs> anyway, they don't then start calling it by whatever slogan is on that decal. So Shotzi Blackheart comes out after Charlotte Flair delivers a ten minute promo. Basically saying nothing is wrong. Everything's fine. I'm still the best and I can do anything I want. Wink to the camera. I was going to use the wink to the camera as part of the the the, the, the image, the thumbnail for tonight. But I was you like, I should have. I would have. Yeah, I would have popped for that. Make me pause. There. That's your goal. But uh, and then a- Sasha comes out and gives the standard Sasha promo, which like I, I feel like I've seen everything from that segment so many times i just don't like i'm very bored of both of them can you do the 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 sasha banks laugh um uh, <laughs> no i can't something like that <laughs> i clipped the shit out of my mic and then i got scared so it got weird uh, no that's pretty much how she got her laugh she does like a <laughs> <laughs> I yeah i don't I can't know do it. i don't sorry. i don't get it it's it's all so boring and they're both not great at acting Right? Like, they're they're not good actors. <laughs> like, and I mean, they, you know, it's wrestling. They rarely are. But, like, I'm getting sick of hearing Sasha. <laughs> like, she's just not interesting to me. So Michael Cole says uh, they uh, Flair and Becky Lynch engaged in a feisty title switch. That's how they're yeah, going to play it. Off. And that Pat McAfee's just like, yeah, I guess you'd call it that feisty. Yeah. Yeah. You should have put your kitty ears back on, Tim. That's what you're being told by the I chat. Mean, they're probably in there somewhere. It's spooky ghost. Hold on. There you go. Ghost ears. You got a, I got a little, a uh, little, um, little uh, uh, bow tie behind my head now. Oh, wonderful. Big, and so, by little, I mean enormous. But. So, uh, yeah. So out comes Sasha Banks and she's like, hey, you're not a leader. Hey, you suck. Uh, hey, I I'm always- Sasha Banks. Hey, I'm the boss, the blueprint, etc. Exactly. Give, and give me Flair. another title shot so I can lose real quick again after. And Charlotte Flair is like, hey, I, I always beat you. And Charlotte's and like, correct, or, accurate, or very accurate. Like, he got me there. I got no response, no rebuttal for that. And out comes Shotzi Blackheart or just Shotzi. Now he's like, who's who also not a great actor. I know you love her, but like she I'm, has a place in my heart. <laughs> yes. But like she comes down, it's just like, I'm someone new. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? And then this segment ends after a decent match. So I really enjoyed the match. I'm a little biased. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I it was good. Agree. It was a good match. Like, uh, um, tank's dumb. Tank missile is dumb. Them saying it's a missile is dumb. I hate all of it. <laughs> that missile apparently went into the crowd, and security had to like go fish it out and give the person free merch to get it back. Why wouldn't they? Just, oh man, I assumed first, those were disposable missiles and as part of like a crowd thing. But I guess WWE is stupid. No, you know what? I don't know why those that gun, that machine, whatever it is. It should have a T-shirt in it. I mean, exactly. That's what I was about to like. Why is it not firing? Uh, man, it should be a canister with a with a Shotzi Blackheart T-shirt in it. Yeah. What, what are yeah, we doing it's that here? Simple. I don't know. I don't know. They don't know. No one knows. And clearly, they don't know what they're doing with Shotzi because I don't. I guess she's now feuding with Sasha Banks, and the only underlying logic I can see behind that is someone was like, "Uh, they both got dyed hair." And that's enough to like get get them off to the races. It was like, ah, okay. Someone how dare on you shove few Someone begins. put on Twitter like, was it green and blue make cyan? And that's what I'm gonna put up as the as like the point of this whole heel turn. I Wait, was this a heel turn? Was that a heel turn for Shotzi? Yeah. Is Sasha the face? Uh, that's I'm the so problem. Confused. Nobody knows. Was that a heel turn? Nobody knows. Nobody has any understanding of what the dynamic is here. But we know that Shotzi is essentially, she's found herself by becoming more aggressive. And this is the WWE problem with faces and heels. Faces are dumb. Faces have no personality other than just their name. And then the heels all get to be evil jerks who take over the world. Charlotte Flair, the face was absolutely boring, and you're fading away on me here. Charlotte Flair the face was uh, was an awful, like, I love everything and everyone, and I had problems with this and that growing up. Yeah, that, that didn't work me. at all. 
Not at all. And then you've got Heal Charlotte, which is a billion times better because she gets to be a huge jerk out of it. Yeah. I mean, it just it, it makes much more sense for her. But like, anyway, here we go. There we go. That's perfect. You've never looked sexier. Yeah. If you're listening in audio, you are missing out on everything. Yeah, I mean, that's your mistake, but it's fine. We'll make it good for you because I'm going to do cool noises like. What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. There you go. That That's your reward. Um, yeah, nothing like it doesn't make sense. They're not they're not interesting in any way. Like, I, I don't. It was it was a long segment for three characters who Charlotte, whatever. Charlotte came out looking the best of it because she was at least like smarmy to the camera and angry and playing off of that stuff they did last week but it's just we don't know who charlotte's new opponent is because it's clearly not shotzi it's going to be shotzi versus sasha i guess and i assume that's going to lead us somewhere into a number one contendership or or this is what i really think they're going to do the uh survivor series is in three weeks once again the vince mcmahon booking is there's always one title that changes hands like the week of Survivor Series. I would not be surprised if it's the SmackDown women's title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seems like all signs point to that. And and who is it going to be? Is it going to be Zia Lee? <laughs> Just come in? No, I, I already know. <laughs> I already told you all. Shots, they're going to have Zia Lee come out, have one squash match, beat Tony Storm, and then never show up on TV again until, until after Survivor Series. Or she's going to be on the Survivor Series five-on-five team. And she's going to either win it if they really want to push her or she is going to be the first one eliminated. There is no yeah. in between. Yeah. No, that sounds very bang on. Yeah. Uh, like Drew was saying, this is why people cheer the heels more in WWE. Their faces, they're held down and then they've had enough. They attack somebody and then they're relatable, but not for fate, not for being a face. They're relatable for being pissed off that they're not getting over as a good person. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like they, they seem to focus on being bullied as like <laughs> the entire raison d'etre for these people's other than Drew McIntyre, who's kind of like twisting in the wind right now, who's just so yeah, there's two there's two things, right? There's the big man who is a take on all comers type. And then you've yep. got the bullied. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's it. That That's the exclusive. Like that is the totality of faces. And nobody has, um, you friends. know, yeah. Except for the New Day who like are stand outside of this spectrum purely from their own efforts of being like, hey, we're just, you know, power positivity, whatever. Right. It's absurd. Uh, so the ma- listen, the ma- like we said, the match itself between Shotzi and Charlotte, very good. The beatdown afterwards, I enjoyed. It was very well done. That's my opinion. Uh, it's fine. And it'll probably set up Shotzi and Sasha. And that's fine. That's fine, too. Those two will have a good match where they're going to fly all over each other and probably knock each other senseless. Yep. Ain't nothing wrong with that one. Um, what else is going on? You talked about Drew McIntyre. Drew coming out and being like, I'm the guy. I can't do an accent at this hour. Being like, I'm the guy. Come and face me. It's my open challenge. And out comes Mustafa Ali. Yep. Take on all comers McIntyre. First of all, I'm fine with McIntyre being a take on all comers guy. If that's going to lead him to the eventual Roman Reigns match, it's fine. I one one thing I would love them not to do is call it the SmackDown Warrior. <laughs> like it's yeah. so bland. They already have a Celtic Warrior. I exactly, and they just they couldn't. They had to be let out. <laughs> I mean, listen, they're gonna if they're gonna keep calling him the SmackDown Warrior, then I guarantee you they're gonna bring out Sheamus as like the final boss before he can start challenging for the undisputed championship yeah that's gonna be it so yeah out comes uh mustafa ali they have a match it's a very fine match of course ali gets like nothing out of it and gets beat and then what does he do he hits he hits a double tim (laughs) he gives the you people promo you people and then he blames the fans for not liking him because of his name mustafa Mm. We're bringing back the xenophobic trope, which is, again, always there. And it's ever present. meat and potatoes to WWE. Always has been. I I don't know what the (laughs) hell they think this is going to accomplish other than Uh, all the wrong things. I think it's going to go nowhere and they'll forget about this and we'll just return to Ali not being on TV. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like he would be okay with. Well, I don't know if he'd be okay with not being on TV. But what I, I just I don't I don't enjoy the fact that this guy 
outside of his character is like the most beloved, the most well-meaning, the most family guy. And this is what, what are they trying to do? Just be like, this is my character. He is this way, but the real life version of me is not at all like this. I can't, I can't go with that, man. I can't deal with that. It doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it's you, you feel that there's not enough buy-in in, into it as well. Like it's just such an empty delivery. Like he's doing his best. Poor and bastard. like chat's chat saying, Ali has said publicly in interviews that he didn't want to be poised as that guy. Well, he's when leaning he came, into it on his Twitter. <laughs> well, now he has to because he's getting yeah. paid big bucks to do it. And I'm sure he's doing it and being like, this sucks. Or he's got someone controlling his Twitter just being like, do it for me, which is not uncommon in no. yeah. a massive company. Uh, but with the Ali thing, like he he did say back when he was breaking into the business, people would tell him. Promoters would be like, hey, put this on your head. Go outside and berate the crowd. Tell them, you know, it's your fault this happened and you're all Islamophobic and just be that guy. And Ali would be like, absolutely not. Like, this is not. He wants to be a positive influence on kids. And there are going to be kids in the crowd who, guess what, look like him. And this is what we're getting out of it. Yep. It's a little, it's a lot absurd. It's really stupid. Well, what was stupider Maybe not stupid. I actually kind of like this. Adam Pierce is on video and he says one million dollars. <laughs> it's like, okay, buddy. Brock Lesnar. You're not Brock, supposed to Brock do Lesnar. That. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, I have informed you that you will owe me the lump sum of one million dollars. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I want vignettes of Adam Pierce going to the Lesnar farm and trying to retrieve his one million dollars. Yeah, that's what we come and do. get it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what else do we have on the show? There after that was the what was it the, the spooky trick or street fight? Oh man, which they promoted the hell out of during the show, just over and over again, like it was going to be the main event or even interesting, and it just was people chucking pumpkins, <laughs> which hurts, by the way. Ah, they're hollowed out, <laughs> they're oh, fragile, weak little pumpkin shells, the, husks the, of what they once once were. The star of the match, Pat McAfee. Yeah, as always. <laughs> every pun you can think of, every joke you can make, and and you know what? Second runner up, like one A, one B, Michael Cole, who is taking it and not cracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Good, uh, good straight man. Very good stuff. I do not care one bit. Did you like the candy? Corn kendo sticks? No, I, 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 again, I'm sick of kendo sticks. I know. Uh, adding great. the worst candy available into the mix does not make me feel better about them. Happy Corbin. The and skeleton spot loss. was good. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get the win after two skeletons come out with candy corn kendo sticks and they beat the hell out of Boogs, who is in the ring, and Boogs gets pinned by Mad Cat Moss, and then they take off their masks. And it's Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Uh, sure, that's an introduction. There's only one problem with that, Tim. They're not in the tag division. That wasn't a tag. Like that was a tag match. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you know, there is Nakamura, no tag division. There is Nakamura no tag team. Nakamura is teams. the damn like, Intercontinental Champion. None yeah. of these guys are going for the Intercontinental Title in this case. What are we doing? Why didn't they come out and beat the brakes off of the New Day during the Usos and New Day fight and introduce themselves as a tag team? Because no one, because clearly there is no uh, attention paid to these tag teams and there never will be. And they'll be cycled in for very boring one month at a time runs over and over again. And then eventually maybe we'll have Angel Garza and Humberto Correa. Correa versus the New Day part nine, just like we're having the Usos or part 3000 for however many times they and like they, they, they can it's clear that when they're putting together these matchups there's nothing left like the usos come out and what were they doing they were just like making noises because no one had anything meaningful to say that's normal <laughs> like, that's the normal thing like I, I don't care nakamura is going to drop that intercontinental championship to happy corbin and we're all going to sit there and be like who did he defend it against in the meantime? And the answer will be nobody. No one, not a soul. Absolutely atrocious. I 
I, again, I like having Garza and Carrillo make their debut. I yeah. don't like where they did it. I agree with you. They're bringing them in because they have absolutely no plans other than the fact that they're physically there. If they had just brought them in with the New Day and Usos, you could have done Uso or New Day beats Garza, Carrillo, whatever, and then they build on their own. Like, Sure. Could have been easy. But instead, we got to have declarations and pumpkins and you know whatever i'm not gonna i'm not gonna complain about how they tell their stories because guess what we know who they're catering to and it's not necessarily you and i yeah it's people with brain injuries oh that was very upsetting why would you say that i don't know that's what it is naomi's in the back and she's all like hey give me give me give me my match sonya deville and deville's like cool you can have Shayna baszler again again and we'll do the same thing again and except it's going to be two minutes long because uh, minute 13 according to uh, those who are looking <laughs> i'm so tired joel i'm so tired that that's what raw's become too i mean it's two minute matches. you remember smackdown was good it was good for a little while <laughs> what's yeah i mean sure for like three weeks <laughs> yeah it's bad again uh yeah so so naomi comes out and then baser comes out and then they're like hey there's no referee what are we gonna do and out comes shana uh out comes uh sony deville and she's like oh there's no referee because he's he's probably uh, he got hurt that's the one that's the one that brock lesnar hurt that's he's that's, sick. that's he's, justified justified at all to borrow from some of our other friends in the media he's taking a giant dump so if we're gonna bring in someone else and then I'm like, oh, she's wearing a checkered shirt under that. And then not only is she wearing a checkered shirt, but it's not a referee shirt. But then she goes, this is my favorite. And God bless Michael Cole for this. She gets in the ring and she's like, hey, you got a, you got a shirt? You got a referee shirt? And the guy at ringside pulls out a referee shirt and gives her a perfectly fitting referee shirt. And Michael Cole is just like, oh, we always keep one of those at ringside just in case. And Pat McAfee's like, Oh, and it fits her perfectly. Who the fuck? I feel like, like McAfee's role is just like breaking the fourth wall and taking the piss. Yeah. Which is like, well, if you know it's so dumb, why are you continuing to do it? Because you get paid a lot for it. And we're being asked, why, why does Sonya hate Naomi so much? Have we ever found out? The problem is the only reason we can think of is not one that you want to go about on, on TV and Ali would be absolutely representing that case. Uh, new faction. Maybe we'll call it uh, retri- <laughs> retri- <laughs> yes, Retribution. retribution. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Everyone's waiting for Naomi to come crawling to her, her tribal chief. That would be great. I don't think it's going there ever oh, because it's too, it's too good. And they're just not going to do anything good. We're just going to see Nakamura and Happy Corbin over and over and over again until we all die. Yep. Speaking of over and over and over and over and over again until we all die, Usos in New Day. Earlier yep. in the night, we had the coronation of Sir Kofi Kingston. It was cute. Um, Yeah, the knighting of Kofi Kingston is probably not the, the right letters I would have used to put that together. But uh, that's what they chose. So out comes the New Day. They do that whole knighting ceremony. And then out come the Usos. And they literally do the promo that they used to do with the New Day back in like 2015. Or 2016, whatever it was. The the whoa, 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 whoa for a good solid minute. So many woes. Whoa. More woes, I just, I just, more woes than an Eddie Edwards theme song. Also, like... I know everyone loves Xavier Woods. He really wanted this. I was expecting, and there's still time. We're early into his reign. Long may he reign. All I'm getting so far is shitty games of Game of Thrones references. <laughs> oh, you picked up on that too, eh? Is real lazy so far. Hated the hit row segment. Really hated all of that. I I don't know, like. I'm not the target audience. And at this point, I just like, I don't enjoy watching it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, nothing happens. It's this like, it's, it's, it's a bad remix of popular culture and uh, just kind of running in place at all times. All I'm saying is imagine if they had done King Jinder. Yeah, it'd be, I don't even know there'd be nothing. It'd be on TV for a week and then off TV forever. I don't know. I, I, I feel bad because so many people were so excited. But that again, that's what Vince McMahon and Code 
they that that's what they build to they build to the moment and then the moment happens and guess what happens directly after the moments waffling just running in place like trying to like they're treading water it's nothing like again i don't know i maybe woods had has ideas and he just can't get them on tv because they won't let him or maybe he just wanted to make a bunch of now very dated game of thrones references i mean he's been pushing for this for a long time i wouldn't be surprised yeah yeah (laughs) oh could you imagine he's like i got it and then he pulls out the notebook and he's like oh shit shit. (laughs) i haven't updated this in a while i really thought it wasn't gonna happen uh there is again feel good for the moment but after that there's no there's nothing else there are no other moments it's building to one thing and then no idea where to go after that yeah new day win their tag team main event match no surprise there because it's non-title surprise they didn't do a non-finish and have roman come out but of course it's not close enough to Survivor Series, so brand supremacy is not necessarily in the cards yet. No conversation there. Instead, one, two, three, that's the end of the show. And then Roman came out because he had a dark match. Oh, the most nice. entertaining part of the entire show was after the show when they're doing a tag match and someone sent footage in of Paul Heyman tagging himself into the match. Yeah, I saw that clip and I was like, oh, that that's really fun. That's much better than what hey- Paul Heyman did on TV. <laughs> It's ridiculous. And so here's a question from Drew. It sounds like they waited for the draft to not actually light a fire under anything and just continue the same nonsense for the most part. Yes, that's yeah. what they do. And we, yeah, yeah. we've talked about it on this show. The draft happening in the fall right before Survivor Series is the worst possible time to do the draft. The best possible time to do the draft is what they used to do right after WrestleMania, like the night or the week after WrestleMania. Yeah. Like easy, I don't, at this point, they're also just beating things to death. Like they'll find something good and then just drive it into the ground. Like Kayla Braxton, uh, Paul Heyman dynamic was funny. Now it's tired because it just yep. keeps they keep doing it and it stops being funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. It, it just I I don't know what they think is working. Uh, the one thing with Kayla, and this is what I always find interesting there's only room on each brand. It used to be only one in WWE for one uh, backstage announcer or backstage person yeah. interviewer to have a personality. Yeah, it's really weird. And it would bring it. It would It would just add so much more life to the whole thing if they could just bring in a few people who were interesting people to do those backstage segments, you know, instead of just having Jeff Hardy jog into frame and say nothing. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. He had a thing. Yeah, he was that like, was the thing. Nothing happened. It was a like the same nothing. And then um, didn't someone interrupt him again? I got to go not. back and find out. I think yeah, I don't right. even remember. Like it was that not memorable. So, oh, dear. I'm sure it happened. Jeff Hardy interviewed on the set. Uh, nope. Nobody said anything. He it was just a make, forgettable Jeff Hardy interview. He wants to make new friends face some new opponents and maybe challenge for a title he's never held before. So he's going to challenge Roman and he's going to challenge Roman. And I told you, it's probably going to be a TLC match either at Mm -hmm. the day one pay-per-view or on Christmas SmackDown. And it'll be a a shadow of the match that, that Roman and uh, the matches that Roman and KO had last year. I mean, it'll be fine. There'll be good matches. We all know the outcome will not be in doubt. And that's going to happen. And then they'll cycle into Drew and Roman at the Royal Rumble or something. Then here we are. Or <laughs> so or much do, to look forward to. Or they'll do <laughs> or they'll do Jeff versus Roman at the Rumble because the Rumble match is obviously more important than the title match because the title rarely changes hands at the Rumble. So you do Jeff versus Roman at day one and then you do it again in some sort of gimmick match at the Royal Rumble. Or they God forbid they do something terrible and introduce like Willow. <laughs> Still waiting on Itchweed. Yeah, I really, really hope that never comes to be. <laughs> just I, I don't know. I feel I feel bad because I feel like I'm just crapping all over it, but I really found this episode so boring. This well, again, this episode was on FS1, so there's really nothing for them to promote. They're going up oh. against World Series baseball. Yeah. Again, so they just they, that's why they, they care so little. On, on on a holiday weekend, and I use the term holiday loosely because it's just Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's SmackDown. There's not a ton else that went on. Uh, 
let's move on. I mean, is there anything else that you no, want to I've get into? No, we. I feel like I. T- I feel like we talked about literally every single segment. Yes, we did. Like, yeah, we got through it all. We we almost missed Jeff Hardy, but we remembered. Hooray! Yeah. And I'm sure Roman will be back next week, and we'll start the run to Survivor Series. Or why not? Uh, riveting, riveting content. I know. Let's go. Yes, thank you for being a friend. I realized that that was part of the uh, the New Day promo. Let's yep. move on. Let's. Talk I think about they've done that a bunch before. But. Yes. Let's talk about Dynamite, and then we can talk about Rampage. I think that's probably the way to go. Uh, show opened with Punk and the infamous Bobby Fish. Once again, I ask, what is Bobby Fish infamous for? I, I, no one knows. I think he's infamous for being a history teacher because he lived through all the history <gasps> he taught. Aww. Maybe he, <laughs> that's an old joke. He's old. He's an 18-year so veteran. He's an 18-year... No, I think the, I think they wrote this wrong, and he's actually a 180-year veteran. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he, he's The only veteran he's a veteran of is every single world war. Anyway, Bobby Fish versus CM Punk is a good match. It's fun. Punk has a perfect record in, in All Elite, so Bobby Fish is clearly going to lose, right? Clearly, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Listen, they beat the crap out of each other. It was good. It was another old man fight, you know, stood right right up there with UFC 267. <laughs> old man fights. Yes. Yeah. Teixeira wins the light heavyweight championship. Yeah. Yeah. Good story. Really? You didn't like it? I, I just really like John. Jan. Oh, fair. Jan. Yeah. But Bobby Fish is infamous for being a prohibition criminal. That's right. <laughs> he does look like the type. <laughs> we'll get you through, <laughs> see? <laughs> Yeah, we'll bring it in. We'll cost you a pretty penny. Yeah, I'm wearing the right tie for it. Anyway, uh, I hate this this get up on me right now. By the way, uh, you look like okay, an asshole. I look like <laughs> such a dick. Someone who's watching us for the first time is like, "Who is this dickhead?" Or like yeah. my my Twitter account just like dropped from whatever it is to three. Uh, okay, let's go. We get to the end of the match for some reason. Bobby Fish kicks out at three point zero 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 one. I don't know what happened. Do you have any idea what happened there? Nope. <laughs> Punk looked pissed off that he won. So I, I cannot tell if that was planned or someone just rushed it to the finish. Um, the only explanation I can think of is that they also didn't explain that to Punk, which is confusing because the ref would be able to very quickly. Somebody like, lost sight of something. I Yeah, I don't, it was an odd, odd conclusion. And I was just like, nope. Sure, that's where we're going to go. Punk remains undefeated and Bobby Fish eats another L. Why not? Okay. Yeah, Bobby Fish is not infamously a good dad. (laughs) Shout out to our friend Pel Primo. Uh, Anyway, MJF. Wow, it's getting darker out there. MJF has a match next. It's a squash match. He beats Bryce Donovan. Uh, Again, not much going on. Quick squash. And then MJF does his little thing where he says... I'm going to beat everyone up and then the lights go down and the lights come back up and nothing happens and they laugh and they laugh and they laugh and they laugh and they laugh. And then out comes. Oh, no, sorry. Hold on. I'll let you explain what happens next with Darby. Oh, yeah. That great little video package where he drop kicks him somewhere in the world. And it was great. Well, his, you know, an avatar of him. But it was very good. I I actually enjoyed that little art film Darby put together. Really? Yeah, I like that one. Because it was good. short. It was short. It was funny. To the point. He just came out and drop kicked some guy wearing a mask. Poor bastard. As one should. Darby and Sting clear the ring. That's that. And then Mac, uh, Darby gets on the mic and says, Max, full gear. And they're going to have a match now. Yep. Love it. Good. Good build. Well yeah. put together program. Enjoying this. MJF Darby Allen sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. This is a match that's actually up in the air because both men have taken losses. Both men have had big wins. Mm-hmm. MJF is undefeated as a singles competitor right now. Are we going to try and build MJF to a title? Is it time? What do you think? Yeah, if Hamman wins, I think maybe. I don't know. I don't want him. I don't see him going into the mid card. It doesn't work when he calls everyone mid. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really mid card MJF. He, he cannot go for that TNT title. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the heat. Oh, everyone yeah, else the, is mid the hypocrisy. He does seem like a hypocrite. So M- MJF is the king of the mid card, mm-hmm. the mid king, if you will. 
Oh yeah, I guess MJF lost. To oh Chris yeah. Jericho. Oh, who cares? There's that. Uh, good, good for him. Uh, that's true. But either way, they can all take L's. They can all take dubs. Uh, moving on, we had Ethan Page, Sammy Guevara. Sorry, you got to do the thing. Sammy Guevara. Thank you very much. Sammy wins. Inner Circle gets ten man tag at full gear. Sammy loses. He must leave the Inner Circle. God knows what happens next. He wins. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethan Page continues to be a big fat nothing in AEW. <laughs> Tony Nese is singing at ring. They're sitting at ringside because oh, he, the most eligible bachelor, Tony Nese. <laughs> so I'm basically star at this point, of two hundred five live for star, a couple of weeks. Star of AEW Dark now, Tony Nese. Uh, he's there, and I'm. I guess now Tony Nese is going to be part of the America's Top Team team. I, I. That's the only rationale I can I can think of for why they kept showing him during that segment. Yep, they do the one spot from Halloween Havoc '97 where Ray or it was Eddie had Ray up for a powerbomb from the top rope, and then Ray reversed it into a Hurricane Rana. They did it again here. That was a nice little touch. I like that from from Ego and Sammy. Uh, at the end of the day, Sammy gets the win. Jericho does the microphone thing, and he says, "We're gonna have a five on five, ten man tag match of full gear." Page Sky American Top Team against the Inner Circle, and they're going to call it a Minneapolis Street Fight. Tim, what the hell is a Minneapolis Street Fight? Give me your best shot. Oh, no. I just, I don't know. There's a lot of opiate addiction in Minneapolis. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. So Is I, that true? I think so. Oh, no. Maybe it's wrong. I mean, I don't know. That's like all of the U.S. and here. That's <laughs> true. That's a big thing here. I have a Did feeling. they announce who who they're who they're fighting for America's American top team? Because they should just no. pick Dan Lambert and two other trainers. I mean, it's clearly going to be well. It's definitely going to be Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. We know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We know that much. But the the it's three people from. It'd be three people from ATT. So Junior so, Santos, Junior Santos, Jorge Masvidal, and Dan Lambert, who gets replaced by Tony Nice. Yeah, that'd be funny. And Tony Nese is a member of America's top team for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. Masvidal seems questionable. What with insurance and UFC and Dana. Well, that's why you're doing a Minneapolis street fight. It's probably not going to happen at the arena. If I had to guess what a Minneapolis street fight is, it's going to happen at the Mall of America and they're going to tape it after hours. (laughs) I think that would be very cool. I also think they've done a very good job with that, especially with a proud and powerful involved. And and that's been the inner circle thing. It's always been that one filmed match. And that's going to suck for the live crowd. Really, it is. But whatever. They were fine with it at Daly's place for uh, Stadium Stampede. They got through it. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, you know, if they're really good, like it it doesn't it's not a huge deal if it's one match. And yeah, the inner circle can pick. And again, the, the only wise decision would be to pick the oldest members like the least fit members of american talk team jericho's gonna pick Paige van zandt and dan lambert and be like i want to fight both of them and that's gonna be fine and next week he just wants to wrestle with both of them you know yeah so inner circle announces next week who is going to be on that america's top team team but i still think it's going to be that i think it's going to be at the mall of america it's going to be a pre-taped segment and that'll be that. Or it'll be interspersed throughout the rest of the show. They'll start at the Mall of America and maybe they do a cutscene like they did at WrestleMania 12 and other shows where they all get into a car and they all race to the arena for the finish. Maybe. I don't know. Mer- uh, Yoel Ramiro used to be on American Top Team. <laughs> he's he he's currently a- unoccupied. So. Has he been part of the build? Soldier of God. No, I don't think he'd be involved with it at all. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. You just do some of this. Why is he built? Why is he billowing his arms? That's how he defended in his last fight in the UFC. And it was very confusing. He stopped being a capable fighter. Did he win? No, God, no. no, Clearly that defense was a failure. No, it was a terrible fight overall. Okay. First round. Oh my God. Scorpio is sky. Scorpio sky is listed on the American top team. uh, Wikipedia page. Good for him. He deserves it. Uh, (laughs) The women's TBS title tournament. This was probably the match of the night. Deeb and Sheeta once again. And Sheeta gets her 50th win on AEW 2021. Except here's the thing. Nobody cared. At least not this. That wasn't the that wasn't Yeah, there was the no point. fanfare for this one. Yes, that was it. Uh, whatever, the match was fun. It was a good match. I'm looking forward to Deeb and Sheeta having more of those matches 
if they do a one-on-one down the line for a very suitable cause, I'm all for it. Do we do anything else with these two? Do we see, since D won and then got beat up afterwards, do you think she's going to have a long run in the tournament, or is she going to get beat up by Nyla Rose next? Wait, who won? Deep won? Sorry, I said D. I meant Sheeta won. Yeah, Sheeta won. won. The Sheeta yeah, yeah. gets beat up afterwards by D. No, that Does felt Sheeta like it was a convenient. Or... Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. AEW is not as predictable sometimes, but yeah, it feels like that was a setup for an excuse for her to lose to Nyla. <laughs> yeah, but at so, the same time, we'll what if Sheeta goes far on a bad leg and they get beat up by Jade Cargill at the end in a one-sided squash? Could be that, right? Could see that. Maybe Could be an lucky. underdog story. I don't know. That's where I think they're going. Yeah. But I guess we're going to find out soon enough. Uh, Speaking of one-sidedness, Moxley, Preston Vance. When Vance came out in his Joker 10 mask, that's when I knew that mask was getting ripped up. (laughs) (laughs) It did look like a, it did look like a sock with like paint on it. Yeah. And he, he had been wearing that match. He recently got a new one that looks a lot more badass. Uh, you know what? I was. It was fun. There was a quick match. Again, Mox doesn't get paid by the hour. Comes in, beats the crap out of Preston. Holy, Vance. beat the holy hell out of him. And there's so much blood all of a sudden for a squash. And I was like, what the? F- what just happened? He's violence. Apparently. And I was like, is Mox a bad man? I don't like that. He's a bad man who loves his daughter. That's basically I what mean, the that story was so is. violent. Like, so unnecessary. And then he pins him, and then what does he do on his way out? Kicks the barricade into some guy's dick. I felt so yeah. bad for that fan. I know. It, like, Mox, Batman. Batman. What's that song? Batman, he's a Batman. Oh, sorry, that's the Rikishi theme. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> out is next the best segment of the night. Everyone talks about it. Here comes Cody. And Cody's like, Ah, oh, y'all thought I was going to hit the pedigree, but I hit him with the tiger driver. Y'all thought I was going to turn heel. I told you I'm never going to turn heel. Ah. And then what did I do? I'm the man. I'm not going to get my championship. I'm not going to be the AEW world title holder. You know why? Because I made a promise to you, the fans. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a heel, but I'm actually delusional. It's wonderful. Tim, what's your take? That was the weirdest I, I I was just like, what is happening? What is happening? What is going on? Like, it it's just, it was him like begging. It was really <laughs> sad. And I was just like, someone please go beat his ass. Like, You must have loved it. Come on. I enjoyed it like, because it was it. so cringy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he basically takes, he takes advantage of everything and says that he's the man. Uh, and then Andrade comes out and he's like, hey, these people don't like you. <laughs> like, they don't like he's like they leave, don't like leave me these either. nice people alone <laughs> Andrade's like they don't like me either but the difference is I don't like these people yeah I'm not a I'm not begging for their affection <laughs> and he's like Cody you made stupid choices first that stupid tattoo which I probably should have done one myself on this Halloween costume of the most edgiest edgelord you can find and oh then gosh. Andrade says second you got in my business his business of being an awful entrepreneur as tim has said before yeah he says, a bumbling kingpin <laughs> yeah and then he's like look at me i'm andrade but wait if you want i can make you my little bitch she says fighting words Them's and fighting the lights words. come out and then blacks in the ring there we go Whew. so that's what's going on Pac, andrade cody black those four are going to be in some some meld of a tag team match which i assume will happen at full gear weird <laughs> yeah, Weird Malachi Malachi match. Black Malachi Black did his his Instagram photo promo, but did it live, and that was nice. Yeah, where he's all like, "Ah, wins and losses don't matter in the company where wins and losses matter." And I'm gonna beat everyone, including you, Cody. Do it. Why not? So who's gonna pin who at full? G- I don't care. Uh, Dark don't Order either. versus the Elite. This is the match we all came to see. <laughs> We were wrong, okay, first of all. Yeah, we were. Well, no, what, there was a little bit of correct. A, a nugget of correctness with the Brandon Cutler costume, right? Uh, fair. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was yeah, kind yeah. of a horse. <laughs> kind of. And we got it. We thought they'd all come out looking like Toy Story. No, they all came out looking yeah, like cowboys that. after their best buds. 
Your best bud out of See, I thought, no, no, no. You thought Toy Story. I thought Crisscross. Cross. <laughs> well, you were really off then. No, yeah. Elite Dark Order. But there was one oh, Dark Order Chris member Cross. dressed as one elite member. I thought you meant 90s hip hop duo. No, Cross. not never. I will never. <laughs> whenever I say the words crisscross, I'm never referring to that. <laughs> you, you, meant, you meant the reverse of each other. That's funny, yes. too. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then now come the elite. They're dressed up as Ghostbusters. Uh, I don't know if you heard they had a different plan in mind. No, I heard Ruckus had to scramble because there was like question about whether or not they'd be able to do any of the music. But so what happened was they were originally supposed to do Squid Games. Oh, that's lamer. And then TNT was like, ah, I don't think you can do that. Maybe, maybe don't use something created by a rival or fund purchased by a rival network. Yeah. So they said no, and then they came up with the the, the Ghostbusters thing. Yeah, that's right. Stu was Kratos. We already talked about that, and we just forgot that about it because that's how memorable Again, it was. Like, the, yeah, the fact that they weren't a cohesive thing cheapened the entirety of the Dark Order's costumes to me. Like, should have been it, Toy it, Story. Do, do a group costume. What are you doing? The elite doing TMNT doing do not TMNT they did they didn't do TMNT someone in the chat said TMNT they didn't they did the mm. uh, the finishing whatever from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, instead they came out they were Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and Ruckus did have to do the theme in like zero time because he had prepped something for Squid Games and then was told like hey uh, we got to retool this and do this so he did Ghostbusters and that was that again fun match just a lot of lot of silly shit which is fun. A lot of bunge, which is great. Yeah, we're, we're gonna do uh, next week. It's gonna be John Silver versus Adam Cole Bay Bay on Rampage, which I'm looking forward to. We could have done Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Which Perfect, is what Dark like so done. spot on. And again, they, they, it's so many missed opportunities. And that. and again, just for anyone who didn't hear us last week, if they did Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Anna J would not be Snow White. John mm-hmm. Silver would be Snow White. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so then they, the, the finish was they did the, the thing from TMNT where they do the shell shock where they all jump and put their backs to the opponent and they won the match except here we go. Uh, the state puff marshmallow man who came out earlier with teams. I sat there and I'm like, that's not Don Callis and that's not Brandon Cutler and that's Adam page. Fine. And it were, (laughs) it was, and it was fun and it was obvious they took off the horse's head when they brought out the horse again and it was cutler and blah 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 sure why not it was it was cute it was fun and i like the finish and then page is the marshmallow man has trouble taking off his costume after he so sweaty breaks. so so that if i don't know if you've ever been in one of those like little fan inflated costumes so sweaty that's you can awful. see he was just, he takes it off and he's just like drenched <laughs> poor bastard he was having trouble taking it off afterwards yeah. he just Earned had that it around beer. his ankle <laughs> It was bad. Yeah. Oh, so that was the end of Dynamite. It was fun. Again, a, a fun yeah, it was show. a good time. Yeah, yeah. We've got a few weeks until we get to full gear, and I think they are building uh, properly. They're building right. Yeah, everything's going smooth. Again, the, like the only thing I don't really care about is that like odd couple tag match. But I assume can't next week Adam Page is going to get laid out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need show. to. Yeah. Because they got outsmarted this week. They're going to be out for revenge this week next week as they should be cool all right rampage happened uh again you you were saying off the air that it wasn't such a huge night for no great matches in this one but like no advance it seemed like it really seemed like a second a secondary show this week because of the main event because of yeah largely because of the main event which was just like halloween here's abaddon losing again so let's start let's start there because that match uh, had a lot of toys, which we have discussed. About. <laughs> Some of them more functional than others. <laughs> uh, I am the table, indeed. Uh, yeah. Not the best outing for either woman, nope. uh, but at the same time, it was what it was. Abaddon's been wrestling for what three years, maybe four. Like she hasn't been doing it long. Yeah, she's got a character that is very uh, one, not one sided, but it's it's. Uh, not multi-dimensional. Tell you it's that it is a one-note character, and I know, like she's, I don't know, she's really vocal about like the haters, etc. And it's like it's fine if 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 enough people are digging it, whatever. I'll, I'll just watch it sometimes. It's not for me at all. Like the the bit with the blood with Mark Henry, I feel like I've seen that same gag a thousand times. Like it's really not clever. That was my favorite. 
like interview that Mark Henry's ever done, the main event split screen. But what would have made it better is if after she was off screen, like they they did the whole they they set up she the shot when they went back to the three. She and they were like, "Where is she? Where does she go?" And she pops up behind Mark Henry and like freaks him out. And Mark Henry yeah. goes running, and then she's like leaving the frame, going after Britt Baker. That's what they assume. So then they run to the ring, and it becomes they should have had more. That would have been good, threat. yeah. Like because yeah, it, the 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 ideas behind it, yeah. Again, Mark Henry being completely deadpan is honestly funny as hell to me. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that that continues. But like, yeah, that would have been a better use of that. Whereas like they just did some like pretty like uninspired jokes that are very, very common. And then we just get the regular match. We get uh, Jamie Hayter and Reba Rebel in, in their zombie costumes. And then a meh hardcore match with it, with which the highlight was the table not breaking. And I mean, the thumbtacks were also part of it, too. That was I'm uh, tired. of Like, that was too like I'm sick and tired of thumbtacks because they're overusing them a little bit now. So it's like mm. you're not a big fan mm. of the uh, thumbtacks in the mouth spot. No. I see. Again, I've seen that so many yeah. times at this point. Like, it's just Abaddon's thing is just not interesting to me because it's the same stuff I've already like it's it's it feels like cosplay. That's fair. It's not it's not fresh. There's no new take with Abaddon. It's just a really un like a difficult to use character. I understand. And and I think if you want to build or if you want to continue using Abaddon this way, that's fine. It made yeah, sense sure. for it made sense for it to be a Friday night main event. It's going into Halloween. She is very much yeah. a Halloween character. Like it made sense. And also they had said on commentary that she's like 16 and 0 because she's been racking up wins on dark, which Okay, I wish one of those had been on Dynamite on the main show so I could at least know that, okay, keep an eye on her. She's winning, but that's not what they wanted to tell the story. I, it feels of. like, I don't know, she's just backing herself into a corner where she's going to get used once a year. Like, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I, I hear you, but I do think yeah. there will be a change very soon. I, I just, I see that she's been working very, very hard and things are uh, like slightly different. Her in rings improved a little bit, but like, I don't see anything to do with that character yet. She And like, it seems like most of the ideas they're coming up with them are just the same ideas that everyone has done with characters like this forever. Wonder if they can do something with uh, kind of like what Sue Young does in Impact, where she does the Undead Bride and she becomes yeah, other she characters. needs something else. Like, I don't know, you can't resp- you're, you can't just be feral. It, it, like, that's not a good character. <laughs> Can't just like, spit blood, you, you damn need, it. You need to talk. Like, True. yeah. I, I, like, I, what I is agree. her motivation? Like, and she, like you said, she super wants to get over with this character that she's set up. I she's very that. passionate about this character, which is fine. It needs to evolve because, like, you yeah. need to have some sort of motivation, and it can't be eating people because you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Maybe I mean, who knows? In a few years. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We're a new year just around the corner. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, so that that's the Abaddon match. That's the Abaddon situation. I agree with you largely. I think we're both in agreement that something has got to change or develop or at least become a lot more tangible for her character to get over and do something different. Yeah, it's just got to be grounded. <laughs> yeah, well, what wasn't grounded was watching Dante Martin and Matt Seidel <laughs> fly all over the ring. Flippy floppies everywhere. Boy. They didn't do the tag match because Mike Seidel was injured. injured. I think it's in kayfabe because he was booked last yeah. night. Uh, whatever. They probably just wanted to move the match to a different time and get more singles work out of Dante. Push the story. That's fine with me. They still had a really good match. Uh, they just, yeah, they went ham. That's all that mattered. Go as, watch as Dante does. <laughs> Flippy flop. And Dante gets the win because, of course, Matt Seidel doesn't win matches. No, not allowed to. Uh, and then, of course, the match that opened the night because it's Friday night's main event, Saturday night's AEW main event, whatever you want to call it. The American Dragonson, Bryanson, Danielson takes on the Mad King, Eddie Kingston. <laughs> so much. So choppy. <laughs> so many chops. An excellent match. So much fun. Listen, Brian will never not bleed from the chest. That's his <laughs> thing now. Yeah, it's it's who he is. We we can make you red, so you go and get red. I'm sure he's telling his opponents, just being like, you know, chop the shit out of me. Yeah, just chop the shit out of me. I'll bleed, and it'll be fun. Uh, I love 
Chris Jericho just naming Japanese wrestlers who do things and being like, that's exactly like any case this, this whole show was made worse by Chris Jericho. Just the, entire, the entirety of the program was just constant Jericho screaming. There was something about Canadians that got that got him riled up. And I was like, shut up. You're barely Canadian at this point. You don't even admit Spend 90% of your time in being in the, in the US. Like, piss <laughs> off. Oh, it's ridiculous. It doesn't work. He's a he's a he's a hoser poser, you know? Oh, I like that. We're gonna use yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so again, really good match. A lot of back and forth, but not only that, a lot of like heavy headbutts, a lot of chops we talked about, uh, a lot of takedowns, a lot of like wrestling wrestling. Rolling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing seeing uh Eddie Kingston kind of go through the the technical chops was interesting. And that's not something that we normally see from Eddie Kingston either, which was entertaining for me, at least. I think it, yeah, really... like a, it was a good stylistic clash that I was kind of yeah. expecting. Could have done without the weird, like, giving the finger while he's passing out. <laughs> I like that. I like that piece you of did? storytelling. Yeah. I do. It's OK. I liked this, the follow up where he inter- interrupts CM Punk bitching so, and moaning at so the we're, end. Like, we're going to get really... to that. We're going to get yeah. to that. But before we get there, what did you think of the promo? I think it was on Dynamite where Kingston basically said, I have to take a Zoloft because A, I'm I'm depressed and B, I don't want to kill people. What was your take on that? Did, did Great. That, yeah, I, you okay. did like yeah, that. Yeah, I did like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's, you know, it can be criticized for certain things, but like. And, and I heard that criticism and I've also heard yeah. the praise. Yeah, but like, I don't know, whatever. It's wrestling. He's He is an aggressive person. This is a microcosm. It's not, you know, the norm. Um, and I, th- I, I, like, I think it's, yeah, that's a character. That's someone who's interesting because he's got a, a lot of details about who he is and his identity. And so he can, you know, draw on a variety of different things depending on his opponent, depending on the build, the situation, like, I think it's a, it, you know, he's always made no bones about that being a part of his identity. And I think it's fine because it, it, this wasn't, you know, that's the first time he's mentioned it. Like, I don't want to kill people stuff. Like, that's the very first time he's mentioned it. It is absolutely not the first time he's mentioned his depression. So, yeah. So Brian wins. Finals will take place in full gear. He's now in the finals. Like you said, backstage, they're interviewing CM Punk. Shivani's like, Oh, how you feeling? Da, da, da. And, and Punk's just palling around and it's not an interview. It's all just building to Eddie Kingston being like, you think this is funny? Yeah, you're from Yonkers. And then he comes around. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and then he gets upset with Punk and Punk is like, what the hell's wrong with you? That's unprofessional. You want to go to sleep again? And they have the little dust up and that's that. Yeah. Punk versus Kingston sounds like a wonderful match. It does. Yeah. I think yeah, Punk's just, you know, he's he's warming up. He's going through a very long warm-up phase. It's good. Do you think this is a dynamite match or do you think this is the full gear match for Punk? Ah, uh, okay. Since the, I guess they they're not going to build Punk into a program yet. So yeah, it might it might show up on full gear. That sounds like a good place for him. It's like a, you know, one of the early matches like second, third in the card. So spoiler 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 if you don't want to hear this. Fast forward if you're live. Just turn the sound down. It's about TK's notepad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On TK's notepad, they did have Punk versus Wardlow listed. This could be the one match that flip-flops and changes. Yeah, I don't think that's happening now because they haven't done anything to get there. So. I think they could still do it. They only need two weeks to build something that ridiculous. Yeah, true. If Punk wants to take on big, big guys, you can have Punk beat Kingston on Dynamite. And then have Wardlow somehow get involved for whatever reason. Yeah, I could see him changing it largely because it was super duper leaked. So he's got to change at least one thing. <laughs> well, the, the, I, the Ty Conti match was the one thing that wasn't set oh, in stone yeah, until yeah. after that photo was taken. Which, yeah, by the so way, I, I don't want to get into how that's being built because it's being built like shite. That's a very diva storyline that I'm not a fan of. Oh, the butt off. The butt off. Yeah. yeah. To the point where like Thunder Rosa now has a vlog because everyone in AEW has to have a vlog. Of course. And her yes. whole thing was like, look at her ass. And I'm like, come on, man. Why does this have to be the thing? Let's move away from that. I don't need to. Mm. I don't need the story to be who's got a nice ass. This is why you're here. Um, I do see Dan in our chat. Mod Dan saying Dynamite should be Punk and Danielson versus Moxley and King Kingston. Uh, I that sounds good. I don't, I don't yeah. hate that. I like that. Yeah. But that's also a very WWE trope. 
that is a very WWE trope, but that's fine. I think that works here. Um, wait, hold on. In the finals is Mox versus Danielson. Not officially. Mox has to go. Not through officially Cassidy yet. This week. Mox has to go through Cassidy, which he will. Which I hope he. Let's face I it. I honestly, I hope he doesn't. But I, because I don't. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed by that finish because it's just like preordained. Very much but all about like, the bots. That's right. <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know we'll see like I, I i'm hoping i would rather see orange cassidy versus daniel bryan but i'm okay with punk having a match with wardlow because if you're building the night at full gear to page's big moment his big win kingston and punk is something that people would get really excited for i would rather punk and kingston be a dynamite main event match that would also be fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Don't need the stakes. Just make it happen. Make it sizzle. I think we I'd be fine if Wardlow knocks CM Punk the fuck out. Yeah. yeah do do, do the knee spot. Do the knee spot with the 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 ring post. I think that that could go in a very, very interesting direction if that happens. Because they need to build. Like, they're. it looks like they're sowing the seeds of Wardlow's separation here. So I think that would do a lot to elevate him. And I think CM Punk can eat the L. Punk's, uh, Punk gets f 10 into the post. Mm-hmm. Something. Or the, again, like just do that knee spot where the, 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 the cell king, whatever his name, that jobber who <laughs> is very, very excellent. And then we haven't seen in a while. Uh, well, I mean, you gotta get Sean Spears in there too. So now Spears has to hit Punk with a chair. Oh my God. Pervert. Yes. Noted chair pervert Sean Spears needs to get involved in this whole thing. A sick as man. the accountability buddy south park mm-hmm. that's all i got is, is there anything else from this week that we got to talk oh we got to talk about ring of honor real quick because oh. it did come out the news came out literally <laughs> came out after we went off the air on wednesday this past week ring of honor is going to be uh going on hiatus basically after final battle which is their december pay-per-view they want to take the first quarter of 2021 off tim I think you know just as much as anyone else when a business says, hey, we're going to close for a little bit and then we're going to come back better than ever. Also, we're going to sell our entire tape library. <laughs> and in the same breath, they say, by the way, things are for sale. It uh, doesn't really bode well. They Goodbye also, forever, Ring of Honor. <laughs> they also released all talent. Those contracts yeah. are up at the end of the year. Very happy that they're paying them because that is yes. something super important. Uh, anyone who's got a they've been very They've been very honorable throughout all of this. I'll give them nice. that. Yes. Anyone who's got a contract after December 31st or listed as after December 31st gets paid through that quarter. Uh, Again, big fan of that. I really am happy. They've taken care of their talent more than anyone during the pandemic. That has to be brought out. That has to be said. Uh, And no one wants to lose their job, man. Like I've been there. Everyone's been there. What do we do with Ring of Honor? Like the talent, a lot of them are going to find places. People are already fantasy booking them. What, What happens to Ring of Honor itself? Do you see it coming back? Do you see a rebrand? You're done. I think it's gone. I I don't see a way back from that. Like someone might purchase it, but it's going to be. It's such an uphill battle. I I, I just don't think that there's enough brand recognition there to really make it worth salvaging. You'd be better off starting anything brand new with a complete rebrand. Listen, all I'm saying is someone should buy them. And we start our 2.0 H. Ew. Give them multicolor logos, fresh stars, no big contracts. I mean, that's the other thing they want to do, too. They want to make it like a mostly indie show. They want to go back to their roots by the sounds of it. Because when so Ring it's of just, Honor started, it's like a touring carnival? like Kind of. I mean, if that's what it takes for them to rebuild, then maybe that's what they have to do. Yeah. Like, it could work that way. And then you subsist on live events. But I, I, think, I don't think it's ever going to work on TV. No, I, I don't think so either, especially where they are. I think a lot of it, a lot of the problem has been with Sinclair. Sinclair hasn't given a damn about them. They haven't done anything to help them or build them. They've just been a cash influx. It's it's a similar to like the impact with uh, uh, Anthem, who owns them. Yep. It, it's the same thing. They haven't found a way to monetize impact beyond what they've got. And nobody knows what their business is either at Anthem. Like the, the no, business, like of, of what it, impact is. It feels like these assets are just there as like a loss write off to offset profits elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. 
And there's nothing else that I that I can think of with Ring of Honor because they had a great run. They have had a great run. I'm hoping that they do a lot of nostalgia leading up to Final Battle and at Final yeah. Battle. Really pay homage to what Ring of Honor has been for the last... Yeah, just a nice retrospective almost, package. Almost 20 years they've been around. Yeah, forever. Like, I remember I I was aware of Ring of Honor when I was a very casual, like, only watch WWE, new, like, watch some TNA type fan. I knew I had heard the Ring of Honor name and just never... Got, you know, it was difficult to watch, so I never really got to see it, but I was aware it existed, which is saying something amongst at, at that time. <laughs> Ring of Honor and Impact... They work together. Impact presents Ring of Honor. <laughs> I got nothing else. I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't think I, obviously no one does. Things are for sale. People don't have jobs. Just support the talent, man. Go ahead. We'll buy their t-shirts. So go see them live, buy their merch, get their photos and cameos, whatever you want to do, support them. That's what we want. Um, yeah, there you go. Like Dan was saying, first ROH experience was 2012 with Kevin Steen, Adam Cole, hmm. the American Wolves, all of those guys. Kyle O'Reilly. Um, I, I went to my first Ring of Honor show out of complete like happenstance. And I didn't really realize what I was watching because I went to a War of the World show in Toronto. So I got to see New Japan talent and Ring of Honor talent. So I saw Kenny Omega and the Bucks and I saw Okada and I saw Naito. I saw all these guys before I realized what the hell I was watching. See, that's the thing. I was so geographically separated from anything like that, that I just like, there's no way in hell I was ever going to be able to watch anything Ring of Honor or even become like aware more than there is a company called Ring of Honor. (laughs) And I spent years putting my, my time into Ring of Honor, into watching their product. I dropped right off by the time All In and all the stuff with AEW started up because let's face it, like Joe Coff said it himself, his big, one of his biggest regrets was not working with Tony Khan and the rest of the AEW team when they were presented with the opportunity to do AEW or some sort of partnership. That's when Ring of Honor really found themselves in the biggest hole they've had. So instead of, uh, we're not gonna sit here and point blame or whatever fingers, I think at the end of the day, we'll just, we'll support what's left I think Ring of Honor will have some really fun content leading up to Final Battle, and whoever gets to hold that title last is going to have a little bit of history on them. That's all I got. Yep, 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 yep. Timbo, tell mm-hmm. them where the kids can find you on the internet. They can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P Twitter, Instagram. Show is at Tim and Joel Pod, timandjoelpod.com. Go ahead, toss us a like on the video if you've made it this far. Leave a comment after the fact. Guess what? That helps us get into your friends' ears, get into your dog's ears, get into everyone's ears that need to hear it. I don't dress like this every week, but I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. You can go ahead, find us there. We're back on Wednesday at noon Eastern. We're going to talk about all the stuff that's happened since right now. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you next week. Enjoy your Sunday. Cheers.